Good evening, everyone. Once again, Edwin Lee Ramer here with you at 8 o'clock right here off the famous historic square in Rutherford County here in Murfreesboro. As you know, it's political season here in Rutherford County. Well, all across the country, really. And we have seven candidates up for Murfreesboro City Council. And we have one here tonight. And his name, is he's become a good friend of mine over the last few years. He and his wife both, they're fantastic people. Austin Maxwell, Austin, how are you doing? I am doing good. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of your signs out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a good workout in. You know. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in July and August, not even here yet. Yeah, it's not you know. even here yet. But, yeah, but uh, uh, air yeah. will warm up, and it will. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm 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 out and about and excited. I'm working hard. I'm getting my signs out. I'm starting my door knocking, yeah. and uh, I'm excited about you know the opportunity. Should the voters elect me to to serve you know the city of Murfreesboro? As we've said before. Um, you have seven people running. Three will be the top three, or the three that will be seated on the council. That is correct. Right. Top three win. Uh, seven people running. You know, one is an incumbent. You know, you've got uh, two current. Madeline. Counts. Yeah, Madeline. Madeline, Madeline, yeah, Madeline Scales. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, wonderful lady. Um, staple the Scales family. Yeah, a staple, a staple here in the community. The community. Sure. Just a, a super super nice lady. Right. And, you know, we got two current council members that aren't running. And uh, Ronnie Martin. Right. And Ronnie, hey, Ronnie bowed out. Yeah. I'm, and I respect him for yeah. doing that. He took yeah. one, one, one term and yeah. said bye. Yeah, you know. he, you know, he, he has served. I, I don't think that'll be the last we see of Ronnie Martin. I, don't I think hope that, it's not. Know. I hope uh, it's not. Because he said he went through the budget, budget process when yeah. he first signed up. And he said, and he's a banker. Yeah. And he said he'd never seen anything. It threw him for a loop, man. He was yeah. not too proud to admit it. Yeah. So, you know. you know, the two of them stepping down has presented yeah. an opportunity, you know, for right. uh, one incumbent and six wannabes, you know, a total <laughs> of seven, <laughs> okay. uh, to, to buy to be in this top three. Right. So, have you ever run for public office before? Never have. Never have. Uh, started okay. to in 2012. Right. Started yeah. to in 2012. But this thing called work uh, got in the way. <laughs> I'd do it every time. And, uh, you know, I was, I was in it. I'd filed. I'd qualified. I had right. a petition yeah. in. And my manager called up and said, by the way, we're getting ready to expand. And you're probably going to get this geography and be traveling four days a week. Which and I know you do. Which, yeah. you know, I did a lot of. And so between that, four boys, Claire and the National Guard, I said, you know, I, I guess I might want to press pause on this. <laughs> Running for city council in 2012, yeah. and, and, I, and that's what I did. So. I kid, uh, I kid Claire all the time because when she started to run for she, your wife, Claire sits on the county mm-hmm. county school board, yep. doing a great job there. But then, all along with all the other people, and she'd started to run, and she had never run for office either. Well, after she got elected, I had her back up. Well, that's when this COVID thing started. This yeah. was several months <laughs> later. And she sat down over there where you were. I said. Yep. So you want to be on the county school board? <laughs> and all they had talked about were masks and mandates and fighting and mask and mask and, and, and who do you have a mask? Can I wear a mask? Yeah. Should we wear whatever? Social I don't know. Distancing, contact tracing. Oh man, I'll that, tell yeah. you what. Okay, we're going to get started with Austin here, and uh, I'll tell you what. Right now, Jackson, I want you to take us. We're going to go to our to our lead in. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro.
That is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight. You can reach Austin with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text. And the man on the board, I got two Jacksons in here tonight, but Jackson, they're both named Jackson. You can also send us, I guess it's a, it was something Bart's doing to try to save money. You can also send us a text to that number, and our producer, Jackson, will be glad to read it over there. He'll give it to me to read for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. And you can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSradio.com. And you can check us out on Facebook Live. We're up and running at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Angela Bingham is on there. She's doing a great job with simplicity. And just uh, just a fine lady and doing and doing some work feeding the needy and the people. Uh, she just does a great job. Okay. Back to Mr. Austin Maxwell, who's decided now. Have you had this animosity toward your family long that you wanted to run for office? You know, it's it's been brewing for several years. And you know, as yeah. I said to you earlier, I said I've always wanted you know a, a dollar an hour job like Claire has. <laughs> you know, look at all the That's time, about right. yeah. time and effort and energy she puts in. You know, but but in all seriousness, you know, any public servant, right? You know, you've got to go into that and saying it's a lot of work. And, a lot of and it's hours. certainly not at this level. It's not for the pay. And it's not for the pay. It's for, you know, your love of community and your right. love of country. As, as I say, you know, I've served my country. It's now time to serve my city. Right. And that's okay. the way I'm looking at this. You have. And um, when you get into this thing, what, what have you learned so far? I mean. You know, it's it's funny you say that. You know, just when you start sitting down and talking to other council members and attending various meetings, you know, you right. start picking up on things. And I know you and I were talking with Carolyn Cox uh, earlier. Yeah, Carolyn know, come up. She wanted to meet you. you know, and she it was really a pleasure did. to meet her. Yep. And you <coughs> learn things just by simply going door to door and, and chatting mm-hmm. with people. But, you know, let's talk about just one issue, you know, one issue that we're going to have to address as a city at some point. Okay. You know, everybody wants to talk about the landfill. Okay. Right. That's part a which part, is also a county issue which is a county issue right and you know the landfill is an issue it's something that you know as a city all of us all the cities and the county should be working together to solve that and you've got to have a landfill because it's a tool in your toolkit when it comes to sanitation but the thing that i learned was really that you're talking about sanitation and discharge rates i was able to attend a breakfast and darren gore was um, you know uh presenting some really interesting information and if you think about let's just look at you know wilson county uh, or sumner county or davison county they've got this entity called the cumberland river right which they don't have an issue in terms of their discharge rate of being able to discharge you know their waste into that we rutherford county and other counties in tennessee if you look at east and west fork of stones river uh basically we're kind of uh locked in on a discharge rate that in tennessee is actually one of the more stringent rates in the southeast 
Right. Okay. So, so issue number one, what have I learned? Um, that's an issue we're going to have to solve and work with our state legislative delegation, you know, down the road in terms of trying to fix this discharge rate so that our sewage capacity does not run out. Otherwise, we're looking right. at some very expensive, you know, solutions down the road to that. And these are problems that are issues. I won't yeah. say they're problems that every city has. Yeah. You're going to have trash. Yeah, you're going to have trash. Right. And believe it or not, and we had, I had a couple of uh, uh, bi- biology mm-hmm. people, biologists on, to discuss this landfill situation. <clears throat> and the first thing I said, being a smart aleck like I am, I said, you know, could you, if we do the new landfill, could you put it maybe not by our water supply, you know? Yeah. But as it turns <laughs> out, as it, Karen Bishop's up here, folks. If you hear a lady <laughs> laughing and giggling, I'm telling you. Uh, as it turns out, that soil is more suitable for that landfill. It's a fact. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pettis Reed will tell you that. Pettis yeah. is one of our county commissioners. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it's, and he said it's a fact. You know, it is more suitable for landfill. Mm-hmm. Now, doesn't mean you have to put one there. True. But, I mean, that mountain out there is growing. It is growing. <laughs> and hopefully... You know, we can, I know hope is not a strategy, but if there's a way to somehow turn what is out there uh, into just Rutherford County only and basically four or five other counties, we can extend it out instead of being Nashville's, uh, you know, trash dumpsters. We were coming in, bringing in trash from what, like 30-something counties? 37 counties, I thought. 32? I thought it was 32. It was way up there. But but 70% of it was coming outside of Rutherford County, essentially. Sure, sure. And you know. it's uh, and it's it's uh, the private company that has it, um, mm-hmm. Republic. Republic, it's their company, and they have a right to make a profit, and they have made a great profit out there. But that's the agreement the county entered yeah. two years ago. Yeah, and they're but, holding their feet to the fire. But back to your original question, you know, like what have you learned? You know, right. I was thinking, okay, landfill, landfill, but that's just one issue. Really, the issue is, is right. sanitation and uh, sure. sewage capacity and discharge rate. Right, and that's something that as a City Council, you know, we've got to work with our state legislative delegation to get TDEC to change that standard. Otherwise, and it's not just us, you'll right. have, say, for example, in uh, West Tennessee, Brownsville. Brownsville okay. is going to be the next Murfreesboro, if you think about it, in the next 15, 20 years. Right. Because of the yeah. Ford plant. That's right. They're going to run into that same issue at some point in time because they don't have a major river right there unless they want to build, you know, a right. pipeline to the Mississippi River. Right. Which that would right. be millions of dollars sure you know so there's that's just one solution the other other solution is our first responders out there mm-hmm. you know let's just go back to 2018 um from what i've re- uh researched you know we lost 47 police officers in 2018 right to other you know municipalities right state what have you it's become a training ground it's become a training right ground. uh currently we're short 39 right now Really? So that's just police going by the fire stations, you know, as I'm going around and getting to know and, and trying to say, okay, what are the issues that right. we as a council, we as a public need to know? It cost almost $150,000 to train a, you know, fireman in right. 18 months. Right. So you invest as a taxpayer $150,000 to train a brand new fireman. Right. That's salary, benefits, training. And then Metro Nashville says, hey, we're hiring. 
and I, we and yeah we lose that person so it's issues like that we've got to tackle so that we retain our police retain our fire you know personnel and keep them here in rutherford county well and the key is called money you know and the key it's is called, called income money. and because and i know this for a fact my brother's a lieutenant fireman over at uh, franklin tennessee okay and they fought the same fought the same thing so you know you got to pay your people you've got to I mean, pay them you, you have gotta to pay them. you got to make them feel like they're appreciated and valued sure but there's also some things you could do as well you know and i'll give you a creative solution you know everybody likes to talk about affordable housing sure there's currently a fireman driving from signal mountain tennessee to rutherford county to mm-hmm. work up here right. why is that he can't afford to live he here can't afford to live that's here. exactly right okay yeah so you've got to start thinking about some creative things sure case in point uh single family homes you can do 3.6 single family homes per acre okay currently what if you adjusted that to 4.0 and with that extra space a builder developer now mm-hmm. has 10 extra homes and you set those 10 extra homes aside for mm-hmm. police fire right and teachers now all of a okay. sudden okay we may not pay as much but i have a home in rutherford county right that allows me to to have a great quality of life and, and so there's creative things you can kind of start sure. looking at that right. can benefit our first responders is what i'm getting at. sure and the thing is uh and and with other positions as well and you know i've said this you know how i feel about this We've reached that point as a county and mm-hmm. as a city where you've got to have qualified people that know what they're doing. Yeah. The days of, you know, uh, oh, Ed and Austin sat down with a legal pad and, hey, Austin, I'll tell you, a couple hundred thousand here and 200,000 there. I think we can handle it that day. The, the, no. the coffee table discussion is over. You've got to have qualified individuals to come in that can make sense of big government. And that's what this has become. It's big yeah. money. And that know what they're doing. You know, but, yeah, funny you say it in terms of big And you got to pay those people. You know, you know, Columbia, South Carolina, you know, where Claire right. and I came from when we moved back here in 1998. Columbia, right. capital of South Carolina. Right. city of Murfreesboro is about to pass the capital of South Carolina in terms of population. I believe you. I yeah. mean, and that's just how much we've grown as a community. We're no longer the, you know, a, a small little town. We're a big city. That's exactly and right. That, that and getting its, bigger. And getting bigger. And so it's going to have challenges. And so that's why I was like, you know what? Uh, love Rick, love Ronnie, great really? qualified individuals, great public servants. But when you see him step away and nobody's willing to step into the void from your perspective, I, I agree like, with you. I'm going to yeah. jump in there. And we got great candidates running, don't get me wrong. Sure. But it's like, you know what? I'm willing to jump in there and serve alongside, you know, the other members of the council, right. the city mayor, the sure. city manager, and others. We're with. Uh, Austin Maxwell is running for Murfreesboro City Council, and we're going to take our first series of breaks if we can, and uh, we're going to be back with Austin. He's going to be with us for the balance of the hour, and uh, stay with us. We'll be back with you right after this. This is Ed Raymer and the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Stay with us, folks. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615 615- 
785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. <clears throat> All right, and we are back with Austin Maxwell. Austin, tell, give us your story. Where are you from? How did you get here? And uh, you know. You and the, and the wife and your children and everything, and then your your education and all that. Tell us so, about that. So, Austin Maxwell was born in the big city of Knoxville, Tennessee. Right. Uh, went to Bearden High School. Went to the University of Tennessee. Jake uh, Butcher days. Jake Butcher days. <laughs> back when uh, Knoxville was a scruffy little city. Right, know, yeah. And the World's Fair coming. But, you know, I was, uh, nothing was ever given to me. Nothing was ever handed to me. Sure. You know, I had a paper route. That's that's how I made my money to buy my That clothes. goes back, yeah. Um, right. You know, I did a, a lot of things just to kind of scrape up money and, and be my own person. You know, I bought my first car probably like you. I bought a $500 Pontiac Grand Prix. Right. Know, saved it oh, all yeah. as, as a busboy. Mm-hmm. But worked my way through college. Uh, ROTC was what paid for my schooling. And then I got to... Went to UT. Went to UT. Right. And uh, that's where I met Claire. But we'll, we'll we'll put her aside for right now. Yeah, 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 yeah get could, me in all the trouble yeah, you can. We, we could we could talk about her for hours <laughs> on end. But, uh, that we could. But uh, ROTC was what got me through college. Right. And I uh, was commissioned as a second lieutenant, and originally had an active duty appointment, and got out to Fort Sill, and really kind of determined that 
you know, I, I like being in the National Guard because I was in the National Guard right. in college. Yeah. And so basically okay. did a swap, more or less. Sure. You could do that back then. So basically turned down my active duty slot, came back to Tennessee to stay in the National Guard, enjoyed that, and, and started my career. Right. Um, Okay. You know, my first position, I don't tell too many people this, but I was in human resources. Um, really? I was in human yeah. resources. I was an HR manager and did that for about a year. And I just, it just seemed like all you dealt with was problems. Right. Know? Just yeah. constant problems. And got out of that after a year, got into sales and started at Pfizer and was at Pfizer for 19 years. Drug company. Drug company. Right. Um was at Biogen for, for 10 mm -hmm. years, and now right. I'm at Horizon Therapeutics. So my civilian career has always been sales, sales training, right. marketing, uh, sales leadership. So I've done a lot of that. You know, so that's kind of my real world. But my military career was always, you know, platoon leader, executive right. officer, company commander, operations officer. Uh, I was actually in charge of the officer candidate school for the state of Tennessee. Probably the most rewarding thing I did. I mean, and that's not to disparage being a battalion commander or a company commander, but something about when you take a, a, an E5 sergeant or an E6 staff sergeant and you cultivate and help train them for two years to become a second lieutenant. And then you now you go back to the National Guard, you know, uh, annual meeting we have up here at the Embassy Suites. Right. And you see those yeah. young lieutenants mm -hmm. who are now captains right. and some getting ready to be majors. So right. it was rewarding because you help build and develop people. Sure. But, right. you know, in the community, um, you know, I coached youth football like a lot of dads. Really enjoyed that. Uh, I've been involved in politics. You know, locally mm -hmm. I've been, you know. Uh, one way or another. One way or the right. other. You know, been involved in that. And You're currently the chair of the Rutherford County Republican Party. Chair of the, the Republican Party of Rutherford County. Now, if you are elected, do you have to give that up? No, you know, that's a great question. And that was one of the things that was very attractive about this particular race. Because right. under Tennessee GOP bylaws, if you are in a partisan race, you have to give that up. Right. This is a nonpartisan, sure. you know, independent race. So I intend to stay on. But the needs of the Murfreesboro City Council and the needs of the citizens of Murfreesboro come first. So if it's one of those sure. things where it's like, you know what? Either or. Either yeah. or. Right. I, you know, I'll give give it up in order to, to better serve, you know, the folks sure. in Murfreesboro. Yeah. So that being said, <clears throat> you know, really I bring to the table, you know, 31 years of sales and marketing experience right. and, right. you know, 28 years of military leadership. Sure. And, and which, uh, folks, he will not tell you this, but this man uh, was wounded in service. You are a Purple Heart veteran. Yep. Uh, I and uh, he would not ever, he'd never tell you that, but I will. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, I got that in uh, a lovely place in uh, Afghanistan, Sangin, mm -hmm. Afghanistan. Right. Uh, my interpreter, Fareed. Fareed, we've mentioned too, yeah. Who is now a United States citizen. And is in California? He's in California. Right. He is right. a U.S. citizen. You know, we were able to get him out of Afghanistan. I know you've been working yep. on it. Right. And we got him out of Afghanistan, got his family out of Afghanistan, and he is now officially a U.S. citizen. So I'll be. I'm right. very happy about Which he that. had been working on that, yeah. right? I mean, because just becoming a U.S. citizen is a lot more to it than yeah. a lot. But you don't just go up and just raise your right hand and take an oath. I mean, he, had, he had worked on it, you know, literally since 2016. That's when he first got his green card visa. So, you know, six years later, 
Yeah, well, not even six, probably five and a half. Back yeah. in November, literally, when we right. got him out, he mm-hmm. became a U.S. citizen. Now, his daughter was already a citizen, his right? Daughter, his daughter's a citizen as well. The, the hiccup was his new wife and his two new sons. But right. uh, they've completed the interview process, and hopefully they're on their way as well, too. Good deal. Being U.S. citizens. But, okay, good. You know, you know, I think here's the thing that I'll bring to the council is is leadership and i lead by listening at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah i've got two ears one out one mouth um, and i yeah, really need to right. lead by listening you've got to listen to your constituents you've got to listen to people and it's kind of like as you go door to door or you talk to a police officer you talk to a fireman you learn about what are the things the city's doing correctly and what are the things that the city needs to take a look at in order to keep those first responders here have you found so far and I don't mean to, I don't mean to come down hard on the citizens. Yeah. Have you found that people really know what goes on in government? Do they really know? Because you know, Doc, like you just said a while ago, one of our uh, the county mm-hmm. uh, the sheriff's office leases their car. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I you know of course there's no need for me to know. That, I don't guess. But <laughs> how, how educated is the public? You know, I would say. If you wanted me to give it a, an overall, like a grade, I'd, I'd yeah. say a C. Yeah, I average. was thinking the same you know, thing. It's, it's probably, yeah. you, you, you knock on some doors and people are dialed in and they understand it. They know who their city council, who their right. state rep is, who's their mm-hmm. county commissioner. They're dialed in. There's others that you'll knock on the door and I'll go back to when Claire was running. You know, they'll say, well, why should I even care about the school board? Well, you know what? The school board right. is about 70, 80% of your taxes. That's about right. Okay, so... Yeah. Is a bunch. You, you start, you know, you're all time wondering about your taxes going up and tax rates. This is the right. entity that's usually going to be asking for money. And so it's just things yeah. like that that you and Carolyn and I were talking about that earlier. Right. You go door to door and people start to learn and then they kind of have that awakening of, okay, maybe I do need to pay attention to these local races right. more so than some of these national races. They're all important. But as Tip O'Neill said back in the 80s, all politics is local. And I I have found that out. That is a true statement. It really is. And I saw something someone had posted, and here we go again with Facebook and everybody, you know, sometimes I just get tired of it. But, you know, when you get 65, we don't need to be paying any property tax. You can't do that. That would take so much out of our economy would, here. And I'm lot. not in favor of doing that. I'm not. And I'm 64. My wife's 65. My wife's going to kill me. But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. But, <laughs> but everybody knows it anyway. But, you know, we're not in favor. You know, I've heard older people, I don't know why I'm paying property tax. I ain't got old kids in school. You know, well, that's not the whole point. Yeah. You know, you've got, how did you get here tonight? Well, I drove on a road. No kidding. Yeah. You know, you like you like living in a nice city. You like living in a progressive county or a progressive city. You like you like these modern things, where we're setting. In probably two to three years, we'll not be here anymore because you've seen the rend- the mm-hmm. artist renditions in the paper last week or maybe week before. This is going to all be torn down. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, it takes money to do that. I, I'm not one of those, you know, man, you out here, we go out. If, if we take our wives out for a nice meal, yep. you can drop $200, $250. I'm talking, bam, just yep. like that. You know, you pay for parking and all that good stuff. Go to a show. Come on, people. 
And I've told Rob Mitchell, I've told him right here on the air. It's on record. It's it's on my podcast. If you got to raise my taxes another hundred fifty two hundred dollars, so I don't have to live around a bunch of dumb kids. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And you know, you know here's the thing. You know, state law is that if you have right. a reappraisal, which we just all did. You know, everybody, sure. Everybody got a love letter from Rob Mitchell. <laughs> Rob's having to stay in yeah. his stay in his cave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob has got the blind shut, and he's not coming out for a month probably. But no, in all seriousness, <laughs> Rob. Um, you know, Rob's just doing his I'll job. I'll just about bet you Rob's yeah, listening, yeah. too. Rob's doing his job. That's and, right. And, you know, if appraisals went up, appraisals went up. But by state right. law, you got to have the, the the tax rate will come down, and you know some people will be happy and some people will be unhappy. Yeah, you know? right. Because even if your appraisal went up and the tax rate went down, you still might pay a little bit more. But to your point, I've dropped two hundred, two fifty on a meal and didn't think about it. But, right. But you get a two hundred fifty dollar increase on your tax bill. Everybody's up in arms. Everybody and I don't like it any more than anybody else. Sure, I wish we could all live here tax free too. Yeah. But it's not, you know. Uh, but I, I like street lights and police. Uh, yeah. And fire right. and knowing if your house you catches know. fire, you know yeah, that yeah. you know that they're coming. They're they're on their yeah. way. You know, twenty four hours mm-hmm. a day. By the way, yep. I mean and. And you know, I I don't get the mentality of that. And I know I know the schools take yeah. a big part of the budget. They do take but probably about eighty percent of our budget. To our, yeah, you're exactly right. But to your original question, does the average person really know or really care? And and I called into Mike Sparks earlier. Uh, I was right. out planting signs, and I was listening to Mike's show, and and it was about five thirty-five, five forty. Had a break, right? And I called in, and I said, you know, Mike do me one favor and just espouse to people to get out and vote. We had a 10% turnout. 10%, that's all. And you know, About 15,000 votes, wasn't yeah. it, I believe. That's that's low. It's and, terrible. And you've got August coming with a county mayor, a sheriff, all these other races, city council. 21 city, county commissioners. Yeah, 21 county commissioners, city right. school board, city council. You got a lot on your on your ballot coming up exactly in August, right. and you only get that chance every you know two to four years, depending upon who's on the mm-hmm. ballot. Right. So make sure your voice is heard. Get out and vote. That's like a, we always say. I'm sure y'all have heard this too. You know, if you didn't vote, don't gripe. Exactly. There's a lot to that statement. Now a lot of people, ah, oh, it's all rigged. No, that, no. You know, this is not Washington D.C. This is Murfreesboro, yeah. Tennessee. By the way, yeah. what is the population of Murfreesboro? Not the county. I know the county is around three hundred sixteen thousand. You know, like if that. you look at the twenty twenty census, it'll say about one forty in some books. My the statistics I'm looking at is about one hundred fifty nine thousand. Okay, you know? right. Which I would buy because yeah. it's been such a growing. Yeah. yeah, it was. I think when we moved back in nineteen ninety eight, we were sixty five thousand, maybe. Right. So okay. yeah, I mean, it's about we've shown right. tremendous growth. It's unbelievable. I mean, let me ask you. I mentioned the the where we're sitting here yep. at WGNS. Uh, you, have you seen those plans? Mm-hmm. How do you? If I might ask, how do you feel about that? You know, I like it. The word that I want to use it's got to be smart and balanced. And here's what I'm right. getting at. You know, I would like to see, you know, that retail. I would like to see. Okay. You know, some improvements to where it, it it aids downtown. You know, 
they probably, in my opinion, need to have a few more condos and townhomes in that mix versus apartments. That is one thing okay. that Sean Wright had mentioned, Sean too. Brought he that didn't up. have much. I think there were like 320 rental yeah. units. He yeah. said, I don't know that we need to have that many rental yeah. and need to be more condominiums, yeah. residential. residential. Which, create, in my opinion, creates a little more sense of permanency. Stability. Stability. Right. Uh, it helps your downtown traffic, your downtown mm -hmm. merchants. Exactly. There's there's probably a right number out there. I don't sure. know what that number sure. is. But I like that, just like the amphitheater that we're getting here. Right. You know, there's there's probably people that get on I-24 or I-840 every day to go to their corporation in Franklin or Nashville. Right. And it's, you know, the, what can we be doing to not only bring a great amphitheater here, but what can we be doing to bring great corporate entities? Agreed. So that right. our citizens aren't getting on I-24 and I-840. Right. They can go and work in a nice building right. for yeah. you know, earning a great job, a great paycheck. And have a retirement. And have and, a retirement and all that. Yeah, go back to where a person has yeah. a 30, 35-year career. And, you know, yeah. it's not like that one guy said, I saw something on uh, – public television once and he, they were talking about how the, how the you know our fathers my father and my father-in-law both retired from american general which was life and casualty mm -hmm. after 37 38 years you know it was unheard of that's unheard of a lot of these people today and you never hear that anymore. you never hear that anymore no. but we can go back to that you know everybody's always saying well we need to go back we could go back to that if given the opportunity to have the 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 corporations here yeah that people want and, to work and, with because there see, are people retiring from nissan you know. yeah. MTSU has 22,000 students. Those students could fall in love with Murfreesboro and decide to move here. That's one of the things that's been talked yeah. about, too, yeah. that the students, yeah. uh, we, we keep them here. Yeah. Because for years they came in here and there wasn't anything to keep them here. To keep them here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can remember like you, and my wife always says this, uh, you know, when she went to college down there, she graduated and I did, and, and uh, when she graduated, <laughs> there wasn't, there was a Sonic here. Yep. There was Armando's. That I didn't know. That, there was Armando's across the street from, from MTSU. And I think the uh, Shoney's was down there. And really, that was about it. I mean, you didn't have many, you know, there were no many, no, no burger joints. I mean, it, but, you know. And that was, seriously, it was in 79. Yeah. That's when it was. So, we certainly, and I will say this, and you know this, between the new sports complex that's coming in yeah. on 840, the amphitheater, what's going to happen right here? That's three things. If You, you know, when you get elected, that's going to hit you right in the face. I mean, gonna you're going to be face, dealing with it. We're going to be dealing primarily. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but yeah. you got you got to deal with it. It's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, that you'll, it is. You'll have people coming in that will be here for a weekend. Up sure. there at the sports complex, right. be spending yeah. money at restaurants, staying in hotels. Right. So that benefits us, you know, from a hotel motel tax. Sure. Um, but then you then the ordinary citizen out off Thompson Lane is sitting there saying, What about traffic? You know, what's gonna happen? Exactly there? right. And you know, speaking yeah. of traffic, you know, that's still a very big challenge around this town. Mm -hmm. And, you know, between 231 north and south, 96 and 99, know. you know, those are state roads. So, yep. again, you've got to have a council that can work and our planners that can work with TDOT, 
you know, on fixing these roads exactly. and, and, and widening them. I'm on Broad Street. I, I know to, you are, and I, I yeah. sit in traffic going past your house because yep. I'll go out that way sometimes to hit John John Bragg and head on over because I live out beside Stevens Bend. Yep. And I, I, I said, you know, I know, I know, Austin and Claire never thought about this. You know, never, never saw traffic. Now, never I, did. Now I see it all the time. Yeah. So, you know, the the folks out on Thompson Lane, you know, they're getting ready to do a widening out there. Sure. And that's going to be a tremendous help. There's going to be some challenges. You've got three bridge. You've got uh, three bridges, three schools, right. Seagull, High, Middle, and Elementary. <clears throat> Point being. We've got growth. We've got to manage traffic, whether it's an adaptive signal technology that can sure. read and sense how many cars are sitting at that light and keeps it on a little bit longer yeah. so they can move. Right. Um, there's all sorts of solutions to that. Sure. But, um, I look forward to serving. I hope to serve. But people have got to get out and vote. Yeah, you know? And, and they if do. I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. We've got great candidates running. Well, I'll say this, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to give Carolyn another plug. You and Carolyn, I've told you, I'm seeing you all signs all over the place. I mean... Not, you know, we're good for you. you know. and, and that takes yeah, work. It takes it work. It takes work. It does. But, and, you know, I hear these people, you know, well, why are you doing this? Well, it's fun. I <laughs> say, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, wait, wait a minute. What have you signed uh, up for I, anyway? <laughs> I say this. It's fun. It's fun meeting people. Yes, and it is. And learning people and learning about, okay, tell me your story. Tell me what you see. What made you come to Murfreesboro? What makes you want to stay in Murfreesboro? Right. You know, it's not fun out there in 90-degree heat, no. uh, pounded on T-post, no. planting signs. That's just part of it. <laughs> well, now that's where you got your sons. You ought to be, they should be made to do that. <laughs> they should, but one's in Texas. Oh, me, in that's right. I forgot. And, yeah. And, and one is moving to Nashville to hang out with his girlfriend. Uh -oh. So, so they're, they're deserting me. So... You've worked them, yeah. Okay, worked, they've got I've, I've gotten my work out of them. I could get Claire out there, but you know, she she she's got one. I'm gonna tell you something. Me and so. you, me and you may be in trouble when we get I home. Maybe going to the Marriott. Tonight. I've got points, so if you need a room, let me know. Okay. I'm telling you. Karen, I think she's bit off more than she could chew up here now. She don't. I, I don't think. No, this is up my alley. Oh, okay, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I haven't known Karen that long, but I know she's kind of like us. All she, this lady meet, meets very few strangers, so you know. That's true. But uh, you know, um, but where we are here, and again, talking about this this physical location that we're in, of course, uh, yep. WGNS going to be getting a new station out yep. of it, and that'll, uh, be good. that'll be good, good for the community, <laughs> and uh, it will certainly change over the next four or five years. And of course, we know yeah. that that drawing that was out there in the paper that that thing's going to change. You it'll know, that's change. just a that's it's, just it's a, a, it's a mock up. It'll change, but sure. You know, anytime you can. I mean, let's face it. You know, I'm I'm 55. Sure. In 10 years from now, who's not to say? I said to Claire, "Hey, let's give the house to one of the boys." Yeah. You know, so he can not mow the yard, not keep it up. <laughs> Um, and let's you know move, move to downtown Murfreesboro, you know, right? Because there's a lot of great stuff going on, you know. That sure. that may be, you know, there's also it's it's going to be good, you know. I think it'll be good. Well, it is. Terms, it's the magic number is going to be what's that mix of? Well, I will home. tell you this. I tell them myself all the time uh, when the Gateway Project mm -hmm. started. I was one of those Ginners. I'm again. I don't think the city should be in the real estate business. Boy, was I wrong. 
look at what a yeah. success that thing has been. Now, they've had their bumps and humps along the yeah. way, and they will have again. But it's been one of the best things the city's ever done. I mean, there's, there's a mountain of investment out there. A lot of investment out there, new hospital. That's exactly um, right. Yeah, which you know, we need it. You know, you, you got know. A, a nice new embassy suites that every year just from the Tennessee Army National Guard, you have a major conference that brings in a lot of revenue. It sure does. To this city. So yes. it's been a great thing. And what else is out there on the horizon? Maybe, maybe I, there's something else out there that I I'm think not the aware sky, of. It. I got to tell you, I think the sky's the limit. I really do. For I mean, now. Are we going to get a pro basketball team? Probably not. Probably not. You know, that Nashville will take over. Nashville or Memphis will take over that. But have we surpassed Chattanooga yet? I know we were right there with Hamilton we're, County. We're right. Th- I know we have more people in Rutherford County schools, county schools. County schools. Around 49,000. Than Hamilton County schools. Right. So we have surpassed them in terms of that. I th- I'd say in another year or two, we're definitely past them. Sure. Right. So – when I moved here in 1980, this place was number 11 because that was what yeah. was on on the on the license, on the license plate. plate. It was 11- and whatever the rest of your number was. And, man, have we come a long way from that. Now, let me ask you something here. Would you be in favor of assigning six different council people to six different districts no. in the city? No. Why? And, and here's why I say that. You know, and, and, and I'm – Looking at this, you know, I'll use Claire as an example. Okay. County commission-wise, for the Rutherford County Schools, you've got 21 commissioners, 21 districts. Right. You've got seven school board zones. Okay. So three county commission districts equals one school board seat. Okay. Okay. All right. I think what the – I mean, it's not that that's bad to have that because you can really zone in on the needs of that area. Right. But the city of Murfreesboro has grown and exploded so much. Uh, I mean, where I live on Southeast Broad Street, great part of town. Right. But I'm not experiencing the growth up there along the gateway, the avenue, True. out along Thompson's Lane. Right. You know, and I'm not saying that I would coast, but you could have, in theory, an elected official says, well, it's not my problem. I, I think you're better True. off served in this environment of having a citywide you know, everybody is responsible. Yeah, yeah you're respo- everybody's city. swimming exactly. in the same water. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That way you've got, you know, you know, six council members looking at it saying, okay, what is the best thing we can do on this? You're all sure. working together. Because, Versus you know, it really being on one person's shoulders in that particular zone right. or district. And, you know, we're going through this out South Church because mm-hmm. we've got, uh, they just opened, the newest thing to open was Aldi out there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the new Walmart, I, I call it new, has been there several years now, and that's mm-hmm. not new. But and there's more coming. It just keeps coming. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to be talking to Austin Maxwell. He's been good enough to come up and spend the, the balance of the hour with us, and he's running for Murfreesboro City Council. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. When we come back, we're going to get in here and get done. And uh, this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm Ed Raymer back with you in a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. 
or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Good evening, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrow.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we're back with you. I want to ask you something. Yeah. How do you feel about pilot programs, payment in lieu of taxes? Good question. Um... And I, folks, yeah. we don't have a track to run on. I'm throwing yeah. these at him yeah. fastball. So, you know. You know, Ed, I don't have an opinion on it. I haven't done a lot of research on that. Right. But I will, I might just, I might have to look at it. That's just, that's, that's Good one that that's you, fine. you got me on. But I no, no, I didn't mean to do that. I, I don't, because no, no, no. I didn't know. But, you know. I didn't know if that was more of a county issue or more of a city. I don't, I, I don't really know, because we don't have that many uh, uh, businesses that are on the pilot program. Yeah. I think Pillsbury may be. Rob Mitchell yeah. told me. He could tell you. And Well, uh, I'm going to have to do some research on that. I will say this, is that, you know, if you've got tools in your toolbox, and, right. and we were just talking about this, and you're going to give incentives out, I'd be giving out incentives that are bringing in <clears throat> your best and brightest Agreed. You know, yes, corporate-type entities. I wouldn't give out an incentive for a $20 an hour type of job. And that's sure. not being disrespectful to people that have those sure, jobs. Sure, understood. But it's like, if we're wanting to bring in more of those white-collar-type jobs that Franklin seems to get, that we don't. That they do. Yeah, They know, really do. We, we, yeah. we ought to be giving those incentives for those, not necessarily for XYZ company. Okay. You know, that's a $20 an hour job. Sure. Yeah. You know, but I'm okay. going to look at that. I'm going to call up Rob tomorrow and 
ask him why. Rob can tell you, I had him on once on this, and and, um, also the REITs, the Real Estate Investment Trust. And he has done his homework on it. As a matter of fact, the Washington Post interviewed him on that, that, because we've got a bunch of those here that a lot of people are concerned about because they don't, they're not kept up. Yeah. no one seems to know who's in charge. Like you were talking about, go mowing the grass yeah. or you know putting up the gutters or, or replacing the gutters or whatever the case might be. Okay. Uh, anything else? How, how's how's Claire feel about this? Because I I have really come to love well, Ardell. I really have. She's a fine woman. Well, you know we discussed it and you know talked about it because you know she knew it had been on my mind since you know 2012 and. We talked about it long and hard. She's supportive of it. And, um, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, two years ago, I was kind of her coach. You know, she was running. Now she's kind of my coach. And uh, so she's been, you know, kind of a great counselor as I've kind of thought through things. So she's good. She's good with it. And we're at this time in our life. It's Claire. It's us. It's Mm -hmm. two dogs. And right, a bunch yeah. of boys that are in other states. Yeah, so, right. So well, me and wife, it's just us two living in the house yeah. too, and we know how that is. We certainly yeah. know. And, you and know. if I'm fortunate enough to win, you know, I'll run one more time, and that'll be it. Give it eight because, years because and, yeah. I'm a personal believer in. I don't believe in career politicians. I, I think you you do your time, you do your two tours of duty, so to speak, and then I you agree. call it a day. You right. let somebody else step up the plate and bring fresh ideas and a fresh perspective. You know, my mother always said, hang around younger people. They'll keep you thinking young. Yep. As I've gotten older, I see what she's talking about. Um, I, I, I listen to a lot of young people as they share. And, you know, you can't ever forget, you know, and, and this happens a lot. I've said this. <clears throat> These Our younger people, they're taking on a whole different... You and Claire took on a different battle than me and my wife did. Y'all are about 10 years younger than us, okay? These younger people today in their late teens, 20s, that are having children and trying to raise a family, they're taking on a whole different ball game of what I mean, for goodness sakes, daycare alone. Yeah. It is a different world. Well, there's no doubt about daycare, it. Daycare, just their starter home. You know, your starter home and my starter home was a little brick home. Right. And, you know, we, we our first home... When we were in Alabama at the time, it was, you know, $85,000. Our first home was a 14-foot wide, 70-foot long, with a slide room on it, double uh, wide trailer. It wasn't a double wide. It was just single wide. And, you know, we did great in that thing because yep. I had a 40 by 60, 40 by 50, 40 by 60 bit, 24 by 40 building out back. Yep. I could put all my junk and all my stuff in that. And we did pretty good until our second child came along. And I, I told Joni, I said, this is just going to be a temporary stop, baby. We were there 16 years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we've been up here in Murfreesboro ever since. But then, And that was a good – it turned out, it worked out. You know, it worked but out for us. But it's not easy. And, you know, that's why we get back to this whole, you know, there are some people that are – we should not build any more apartments. We should only do this. You've, yeah, got, you've yeah. got to build everything. Because if my son wanted to leave Dallas, Texas today and come back home and, and go to work for a company here, where is he going to live? I right. don't want him living upstairs in my house. I had him there long <laughs> enough. Okay? So let's make sure he's got a nice apartment or a nice townhome or condo to go to. Okay. You know, that's the way I view it. You've got to have all sorts of options because right. every 
family starting out is, is in a different situation. It is a different situation, right. Yeah. Our, our two children uh, purchased uh, townhomes. Yeah. You know. And Town- right now, it's been the best investment they've ever made. Townhome has realistically become the new starter home. It has. It really has. Yeah. And, and, and they love them. And, they and love they them. They look good. You know? you know, they do good. And yeah. they're managed by companies yeah. that uh, they know, you know, first of all, if, if you know, a uh, good friend of mine I talked to years ago, Chris Rowland. Chris yeah. Rowland was yeah. developing. Yeah. And I said, yeah, and I see the plans, but are they going to be that good, really? He said, they'll have to be better than that yeah. when they're done. When they're done. Yeah. It will have to be more. The, the builder's got to bring more yeah. than what he's showing you because his credibility is on the line. And he may have a project again in two or three years. And he wants, the, he wants you guys on the council to know he's the real deal. Yeah. Here's what I propose, and you're probably going to get more. You're going to get your money's worth. I think, you know, <clears> if you look at, just around and i don't know i'm sure there's a lot of builders and developers i think we've been very fortunate the stuff that has been built here right it's good looking it's quality right um the community you know still looks very good yes it does and you know this downtown project you know you know they're going to possibly have a hotel and all that down here you know where the old the old church is back there by Mm -hmm. uh milano's and jack's place that's something that'll be kind of nice to have, right? You know, so so you do have you have an upstairs you have a room upstairs, where at and your I, house? Oh, absolutely! You know, maybe I'll just go up there. Tonight Karen, and make a note of that so in case something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a question yeah. that I noticed on your city council sheet that mm-hmm. you are better managing tax dollars. Do you think that your experience being secretary of the National Guard Trust of Tennessee? Did that give you the experience to handle the budget? I would say this, you know, is that, you know, we had a significant tax increase around 2019, you know, because we had lived off the sales of the gateway um, area. I'll say this, I'll have the courage. You got to make a hard decision. I think if you you told a citizen, said, listen, you know, this is what we got to do for our police, our fire, our teachers, all the entities, and therefore we've got an increase of 5%. People absorb that a lot better than you shocked me 34% and my taxes went up. You and I agree totally, and Rob Mitchell and I agree. That's why, you know, guys. Have the courage to to do what you need to do. You've got to run it like a business. And if you'll tell, here's the thing, Austin, if you'll tell the people, you know, if if you're talking to Karen as a voter, look, we're going to have to do this. We're going to hit you with 2% this year. A year or two from now, it may be another 2% or percent and a half. Instead of this, like you said, bam, 23% or whatever, you know. And everybody was raising cane. Yeah. But you know the old, what, you know what the old the old psychology was. There'll be no tax increase on my watch. Okay, yeah, we've all yeah. heard that, and that's not working out too good. Okay? I worked for a governor that had to have a $6 million tax cut. Holy cow, it was um, the backlash of that great day yeah okay i don't, I don't I was, want any of that yeah. no but no, no, no. You, if you're you gotta be able to be honest with people sure and tell them why you had to do it mm. versus just living off okay we're just gonna keep keep kicking the can keep down, kicking the, road. down the road and keep right. selling this property up here and living yeah. off of that and then Lottie Dom, I'm out of here and somebody else will deal with it. And know? Ronnie Martin told me yeah. that. He said that's what the council had done. Yeah. They had kicked, kicked the can, the can down, down the, the road. road. Gateway was good to them. 
It's great. And then <laughs> when they ran out of anything to sell, hey, yeah. you know, it wasn't it wasn't so good then. It wasn't so good then. Right. You know. And the sad thing is I've I've asked, you know, police and fire, I said, Did you see any of that? And a lot of them said they didn't. Right. So I think we owe it to ourselves, you know, if we are doing something like that, is where exactly is it going? Is well, it I can tell you going? one thing. That happens, and my brother brought it because, like I said, he's a, he's a lieutenant fireman over at uh, uh, Franklin, out at the gateway. There is no place for an emergency vehicle in the event you've got an emergency for them to go. Yeah, you've got, There's no apron. You got station There's number no four. That. You got station number four up there on right. medical center. Right, exactly. But guess what's next? Getting ready to come next door to station number four. What do we got? An amphitheater, forty-five hundred seats. Is that the way? That's where it's it's coming. It's right across from the fountains, you know. I'm telling you, uh, you know, it's. Uh, you know, but I'm talking about having an emergency vehicle go up there. If you need an ambulance, yeah, five o'clock in the afternoon. You've been out there at four, five, it's six tough. o'clock. It's and tough. I'm not talking about just on Friday either. I it's mean, tough. I'm talking it happened on Monday. You know, it's tough. Austin, thank you very hey. much. I and appreciate this. Thanks for having me on. I'll have you back. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Say hello to Claire. I will. Karen, thank you for sitting in with us. Appreciate it. Until next Sunday, everyone, at 8 o'clock. Edwin Lee Ramos will be back with you. Till then, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.